This is Bryson Boat here in Central Florida doing Monday's episode of Societal Deconstructions podcast. We have a guest with us this evening, Jersey John. How you doing? Hey, John. Does anybody remember Mr. Rogers? His real name was Fred McFeely Rogers. According to a widespread legend, he was a Navy SEAL and sniper in the U.S. Navy. Well, not so much. There was another Fred Rogers who was also a Marine and sniper. So we will assume Mr. Rogers was just as wholesome as the character he portrays. Which kind of brings us to the point of the podcast is that it's the most wholesome, kind of transparent character that portrays a neighbor. Can uh, We don't know anything about him. Uh, what do we know about our real neighbors? Because I feel like in the world we live in now, uh, we've really kind of started to disregard our, our fellow man, even in our own communities. Like, I don't know the names of my neighbors. I wave to them if I see them getting the mail. But, uh, well, you know your neighbors. They're your landlord. But uh, have you known ever known both of your he neighbors? He doesn't even talk to me. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. <laughs> my dad's neighbor was actually his best friend that he met. Uh, he built the house for him. And he was best friends all the way. 30 years, I think, now. Well, I'd reckon if you build a house for someone, then you might get to know them. Yes. <laughs> Other than well, that, they knew no. each other before that. 30 years. Okay, then they weren't your neighbors then. No, no not before. <laughs> the whole 30 years, you know, since he built the house. That's how we should be. We should be building houses for our neighbors. Well, like the Amish. That's how they were back then, you know, they, when they had an actual community of people. That's everybody right. helped everybody do everything. They do love to raise a barn those kind of nights. They do. And they knew each other's freaking names. And you know what they didn't have? Cell phones. Cell phones. <laughs> which, personally, and call me old-fashioned, I'm only 25, but I think that uh, smartphones have been a Kind of a detrimental, detrimental to society. Yeah, definitely. I watched actually watched the uh, the reveal of the first iPhone in 2007. Steve Jobs did it, and it was weird to see everybody in the crowd, not one person holding up a cell phone, recording it. Um, I mean, they, they are. We were such games. virgins at that point in time, right? We all had the flip phones, the or, uh, the slidey keyboards. I miss that. I remember when texting first came out, and somebody texted me, and I was like, "What the shit? I don't want to do this back." And I would call them, and they wouldn't answer. And I'm like, I hate this texting crap. And now I won't even answer my damn phone. Uh, did, you, uh, did you warm up the texting, John? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh. Yeah, um, my dad at first, when uh, he got his first smartphone would refuse to text. He just absolutely refused to text my sister and I. Uh, an Apple texting from across the house. Granted, he uses the uh, voice to text thing and he won't proofread this, so I have to decipher what some <laughs> things mean, but uh, no, he's warmed up to it. So I guess we all kind of adapt, but I don't know. I don't think we've adapted to be as social as we should with smartphones. I just gotta say that talk to text is a scourge of society. A scourge, <laughs> well, I tell you. If people proofread, nobody proofreads. It's like ridiculous. How do you, I, how do you send that without proofreading it? They're driving. Do you know what I'm getting? Do you know what I'm getting? The frog asked the sidewalk if they wanted a page out of the paper plate. But you gotta kind of say it slowly out loud and kind of figure out what they might be saying. You're like, oh, the the dog. Uh, <laughs> Ate my newspaper. Can you pick up a new one? Oh my God, no, it's terrible. It's terrible. I think it might actually, we might interact more now that we text than we used to. Because now we just try to simple text off and constantly throughout the day. 
when before you'd have to make a phone call and you wouldn't call just to say like hello i love you and that's yeah, it that's true that's true true, true. You'd stay in more constant contact with people i think i think so too because yeah I, I will i will procrastinate for two weeks to make a phone call yeah. but to make a text i'll just do it immediately well, you guys are throwing a wrench in my arguments. I kind of agree. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, you're right. But it's kind of artificial human interaction, you know? It is. The point I'm getting at the most when it comes to smartphones is uh, a lot of my friends can't stay off of them when we are actually hanging out together. And it's a pet peeve of mine. And you guys don't want to get me started on texting and driving. Actually, get me started on texting and driving. Oh, I don't like that. it either. I will agree with you 100%. But go ahead. I mean... Nobody can do it. Mm-mm. They say they can. And you look around while driving, everybody has their, their face in their lap. It's frightening. I'm kind of surprised it hasn't caused more accidents. I mean, I know it caused a lot, but you'd think there'd be a pile up on every street where uh-huh. so much people aren't paying attention. I agree. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I can't do it. I can't do it. I tried a couple times and I almost went off the road. So I just keep my phone on my lap and if something needs to be said, I will do it at a traffic light. Otherwise, I just won't say anything until I get there if it's not even important enough. Because I think to myself, is it important enough to get into an accident over? No, it's not. Put the fucking phone down. So I think that uh, those light boards they have above the highways that say, don't text and drive, it can wait. Or is your life born in text? It's corny, but it's true. Like, but you're reading them and you're not looking at the road. Okay, that's, that's <laughs> it's a little better, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, and... But another thing is just people's kind of apathy towards each other. If you do see a car accident while driving, a horrific accident caused by texting or whatever, people think, oh, shit, I'm going to be late for work. And then I picture the younger folk, like teenagers or or tweens, going out on a date. And I picture them sitting at the table at the restaurant, texting back and forth and not even looking at each other and both looking down at their phones and texting back and forth. Or they're both on Snapchat playing together on Snapchat or TikTok or whatever it is, but they're not interacting. I don't want to hear it about Snapchat. Oh, I'm I'm a sucker for Snapchat. Oh man, don't get me started on that. It's so fun. It is fun. It is fun, but I mean... But at least if I'm sitting at a table with an individual, I will actually look at them and speak to them. At least maybe. Well, John and I will sit in the living room and do Snapchat together and be on the same same Snapchat uh, text thread and we won't look at each other. And I actually looked at him the other day and I said, are we actually doing this, John? And he's like, oh my God, I think so. So, hey, we've fallen into it too. And we're, he's 40 and I'm 49. Yeah, I was about to say, mind you, audience, I'm the Gen Zer here. Yeah, <laughs> I'm Gen X all the way. What about you, John? Millennial. You're a millennial, you yeah. little fucker? By two years, I think. Oh. Oh, he's the problem with our society. He's the real <laughs> problem, according to the news. <laughs> Just missed Gen X. Gen X was the coolest. Yeah, I think we. I, I don't like the millennials one bit. No, millennials suck. We were absolutely the coolest generation. We grew up in the '90s. We, we grew up in the '80s, and then we became adults in the '90s. And man, man, oh man, did we have a lot of fun! Holy crap! I think we can all agree that the boomers are the worst, though. The baby boomers yeah. generation. I think they kind of invented uh, selfishness and stuff. Like the gen before them, the greatest generation. You know, if. Uh, they all went to war and shit, right? They all went to war and had a family, and they never thought about divorce. If you ask them, are you happy with your life? They're like, I don't fucking know. But I do what I gotta do. But mm. the boomers kind of invented the divorce and yeah. If you don't like it, get yeah. divorced. Yeah. If you don't, if you don't like it, t- take it back. If you, you know. Yep. And that's when they started making like manufacturing stuff to to fall apart. 
like yeah. they didn't even make stuff good anymore to, to keep so like the whole the whole generation like it all was like that In people and yeah exactly like if something if you don't like something just take it back or something's gonna break in a year so then you'll just buy a new one anyway even cars cars aren't even made to last more than 10 years yeah that's true that's very true um i had a point on that but i forgot kind of slipped my mind but yeah you're right uh there's still cars from the 60s and 70s on the road in great shape but uh like if you go to cuba all it's driving around is like cars oh, yeah. from the 50s and 60s because that's that's what they got and yeah. they still work my Kia Rio that I never even hit 100,000 miles on had a couple problems with it. Terrible. Uh, but I had a question. I had to pose a question to see where you guys stand on it. And be honest. Be honest. If there was a button for 10 random people you never met in the world died, but you got $100,000, would you push it? <laughs> the look on Jen's face here. <laughs> That's a terrible question. Yeah, I don't think I could push it. That's good. That's good. Boy, I sure would think about it. I would... I hate to say it, but I would, I would definitely it's think about it. It's not even that much money, though. No, it's That's not. A ton of money. I'd do it for a million. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I think, I think I'd, I'd kill 20 people for a million. Bad karma. Bad <laughs> karma. Well, that's, wow, that's the dichotomy between you two. You're thinking about it, and you're saying absolutely not. No, definitely not. Mm. Oh, John, you're just saying that That's the same podcast. thing. Like, oh, he's a stranger. I could punch him in the face. Who cares? Well, you don't have, you're not going to see the oh, people yeah. die. <laughs> what what if you had to watch him die on a video? Yeah, no, I couldn't do that then. That'd be terrible. Yeah, oh, my God. Not. No, I couldn't do that. Uh-huh. It'd have to be like random anonymous people that, that were going to die anyway. What if they were going to die anyway, like in the next week? You know 10 people probably died in the time we had this discussion. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> and, but, yeah, I, I say I probably would. I could really use a hundred grand. That would solve a lot of problems in my life. I would do good with it. I would do good things for society with it. Money does not buy happiness, but it just makes everything a hell of a lot easier. No, it definitely buys happiness. It solves your, like, not having to worry about finances is one thing. You Look at do... Chris Cornell who killed himself. How rich was he? Probably pretty rich. He hung he, himself. He wasn't spending it, right? <laughs> if I was him, if you hated society and everything and you were over all the bullshit that he was, wouldn't you just go buy an island or something and like try that before you hang yourself? You would think. I do not understand these famous people that have everything and all this money and shit and they kill themselves. I guess it depends on what you're depressed about. You know? He could have been just doing so many drugs that he thought life was bad because that's how melted his mind was. Zonked. I've been there. Yeah. Get really introspective. Too much introspection is a bad thing. Usually when I'm doing drugs, I'm happy. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I've... Oh, go ahead. I think if you're a millionaire, though, that kind of drugs... Millions of dollars worth of drugs all the time. When mm. you just OD'd on drugs, why would you hang yourself? I just don't understand the hanging. Yeah, because <laughs> brain's melting. Um, I'm gonna flip another point. You guys are making good points. Uh, but yeah, no, it, it probably depends on what you're depressed about. And like, I know Kurt Cobain, he apparently had like some stomach disease that he was in pain all the time. And oh, that was my point. Oh, but, but yeah, Kurt Cobain had some disease that they didn't know what it was, and that was apparently one of the reasons he killed himself. Unless Courtney killed him. Well. Yeah. That's another podcast. Yeah, killed Courtney Love very well may have, but we don't know. We weren't there. Um, you weren't even alive, were you? When did he die? Early 90s. 93, I think it was, yeah. 96 or 93. 94. I was definitely not alive. Um, we should know that. Anyway, yeah, it was definitely before 98, though. 
Yeah, it definitely was. Well, because they came out with um, Nevermind in 91. So it was probably... And then I think he did something. I remember... I believe it was 93. I believe it was 93. You want to bet on that, John? Uh, I was the one that said 93. Okay. The people listening are probably like, it was 91. (laughs) But I think it was 93. But I'm agreeing. Let's see. Let's find out. What year did Kurt Cobain die? Oh, yeah, because there was something they did some gig or something yeah, somewhere in '93 that I remember reading. Oh, about. Unplugged, 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 yeah, unplugged. Yeah, unplugged. Yeah, 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 yeah. One of the best performances yeah. of all time, in my opinion. Do you guys realize? I know this is kind of off topic, but it's a really good point. The albums that came out in '91: Soundgarden's first album, The Chili Peppers, Blood Sugar Sex Magic, um, Metallica's Black album, Pearl Jam's first album, um, Stone Temple Pilots' first album. I think Alice in Chains' first album. Um, Love Alice in Chains. Oh, Mud, Mud, Mudbane, Mud, oh, Mud Honey, Mudbane, or something like that. That's that's the one that um, Eddie Vedder was in before, I believe. Oh, Temple of the Dog was another one. It's crazy, crazy. All in '91. That's the year I graduated from high school. That's oh. the year I was 18. Do you know oh, what that year. made oh, my, my life goodness. into? Holy shit. That's funny you mentioned that, though. I mean, this is also off topic, but when you said 94, I was thinking, that was, that was a great year for uh, movies. I was talking about this with John yesterday, how in 94, at one point, Shawshank Redemption, Forrest Gump, great and movie. Pulp Fiction were all in theaters at the same time. Holy shit. Yeah. And I was alive. I don't even realize that. Because you know what? I was fucked up back then. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing all kinds of stuff. But um, oh, kind of skipping back here, I think I've heard that a lot of rich people get super depressed because when you reach the top, you have nothing to strive for anymore. You know? Nowhere to go but down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you can get higher. Like you want to have 50 companies that you don't finish. <laughs> oh, I was pissed when I heard Elon Musk was going to buy Twitter for cash. Didn't he end up doing it? Yeah. Probably. Yeah, on Twitter now. Yeah, and then he was going to make it like a paid service and everybody said they would have just left. And then he made a poll saying, should I give up control of Twitter? I will go by whatever the poll results are. And obviously they all said yes. I got real pissed about that that day. I, um, I, I did a bunch of stuff and I was drinking vodka and Red Bull and we jumped off the bridge and came back here and <laughs> zucchini and I was hammered and I was gonna, gonna, <laughs> I don't know. I was saying crazy shit about the zucchini and saying, saying bitches nigga. <laughs> and my friend Dwight was over and he's a black guy but it was just funny it wasn't anything that sounds like a, sounds like a good night actually it was fun as hell can we go jump off the bridge after this oh yeah it's, it's not a very tall bridge guys don't worry yeah it wasn't like a, like a suicide bridge it's just like, fun, <laughs> like a fun bridge anything's a suicide bridge like a street bridge oh it. but I was hammered when I jumped off and as soon as I got in the water I just made me completely sober there's also gators in there yes mm-hmm. there's many 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 gators in there I think the splash scares them away. Yeah, yeah. humans scare them away. They don't want anything to do with us. But that water is not, that water is not clear. It's spooky. It's very brown. and it's, It is clear. It's brown and clear. It's from the tannins of the cypress trees. It's it's like tea. It's like iced tea. Is that it, really? Yeah, that's what does it. I remember being as a kid. You don't know that and you're from here? I did not. I just figured it was dirt. Damn, and I'm a New Yorker. I know that. Shit, damn. How do you find that out? That would have to be something. I read it. Someone tells you or you seek it out. We I can confirm it on Google. No, I believe you. I definitely yeah. believe you. Cause there's yeah. a ton the, of cypress trees. The tannins from the cypress trees leak, or I don't know if you'd call it le- lurch, leech, leech, leech <laughs> into the water, lurch. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, well, that makes sense why all the 
swampy cypress areas are so brown. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when I was a kid, when we'd be on the boat, I'd always think that the wake looked like root beer. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not a brown, it's not a cloudy brown. It's a clear brown. Yeah. But you still can't really see, you know, you can see like maybe two feet into it. Hmm. The more you know, folks. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm full of useless knowledge. <laughs> but one place you will, you do see good community, uh, relations is on the lake. Everybody's nice to each other. Yeah, for um, real. Like it's called, um, um, boat something. Etiquette. Boat <laughs> etiquette. Yeah. 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 No, like that's a good point. There are some places where people genuinely, uh, all get along. Uh, I'm trying to think of others, but I'm drawing a blank, but... Boating is definitely one. Like, I mean, you can you can almost hate each other and you pass somebody on the boat. And you have to... It's just a prerequisite. When you pass somebody on the boat, you gotta wave. Yeah, yeah. I think everyone's drunk that's on the boat. And everyone's <laughs> drunk. And everyone's drunk. And, like, when we had our boat, we there was somebody that was stranded out in the middle of the lake. And we, we got the tow rope and pulled it back in. We got stuck one time out there. Somebody else pulled us back in. It's like, anybody will help anybody. Right on, yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. You know, if you run out of beer, somebody will help you and give you more beer. I haven't run into people that nice. <laughs> it's a great, great camaraderie with boating. It really is. It makes you think that people, it, it sort of, sort of um, makes you think that there's hope in society or, or people. Yeah, and to play devil's advocate, I just thought about those products. Everybody's out there like drunk and having just a good time. Like you're never going to see that kind of camaraderie on driving on the road or anything. Oh, no, people on the road hate each other. I want to ram into the back of every car that's in front of me. Yeah, that's the Florida thing. Everybody, I don't know, I heard Jersey driving's pretty bad. No, no. Oh, I've, since I've been here, I've seen more accidents on the road than I've seen in my entire life. It's been just oh, yeah. three years, yeah. More people died than I've seen. What else has a camaraderie, though, like boating? Shooting? Shooting guns? Any hobby, guns any hobby or leisure activity, people are genuinely kind of chill to each other because why would you bring shit attitude to that? What about people that like do drugs together? Yeah, we all, we all have a great time. Festivals. I would think, I would think festivals. Festival, that's a good Festivus one. Festivals for the rest of us? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. Hmm. I've never been to one of those medieval festivals, but... Oh, I know. Renaissance, the Renaissance, the Renaissance. Super yep. friendly. Yep. If, they, if you don't get shot with an arrow. <laughs> I went there, I... Um, or if you're out of character. I was the chaperone for my son's fifth grade trip to the Renaissance Festival. I was about to strangle those little bastards by the end of that. I tell you what. So I guess everybody's not cordial to each other. <laughs> no. Not when I'm the chaperone. Yes, my son, was, my uh, son was like, Mom, are you sure you want to do this? I'm like, well, I've never done it. I need to do it at least once. Well, that was the one and only. <laughs> I wasn't that mom. My, mm, I think my mom chaperoned one of my trips to like a farm. And my dad coached my basketball team. Uh, I don't know. That was completely off topic. That was just a... Have we been off topic all the ball podcasts? <laughs> yeah, shooting is one, though, that people are very nice to each other. It's good that they are because they're all guns. Yeah, exactly. But no, I've had people give me ammo. Like, one time I was at a range, and this guy next to me had a handgun that I always wanted to shoot since they first came out. And I asked him, I had my own ammo and everything, and he just gave me a full magazine and said, go for it. Nice. Yeah. I remember we used to go shooting with my cousins and my on my aunt's property, they had five acres, and they'd shoot, we'd shoot the, um, what are the things that you float, the, uh, things that you throw up there? Oh, the clay pigeons or the... Yeah, feet. yeah, I don't know what kind of gun I, it was, I was shooting with, I have no idea, honestly, and I grew up around guns, and when I was, when I was 14, I took my gun safety class so I could get my small oh, game license, yep, I could hunt squirrels and chipmunks and 
woodchucks and shit like that. A whole small forest fauna. Yeah, a small forest fauna. But I never, you know, I never shot anything because I would just get high. I just like to go in the woods and get high and sit there and like watch things go by. I didn't really want to shoot anything. I feel the same way about hunting. I'm mm -hmm. not, I, I used to do uh, pest control hunting, getting money in. I didn't enjoy it. Uh, yeah, I just like being out there in nature. Mm -hmm. I've never shot a gun. Are you serious? Yep, New Jersey thing. Wow. <laughs> Another New Jersey. We gotta get a gun, John. Yeah. Gotta get John a gun. Damn. I can't believe never, not even as a kid? No, not even a kid. Never. Wow. See, my dad was a hunter, though. Uh, yeah, my, First time I shot a gun, I was five. <laughs> my dad was not a hunter. Um, I, I learned shooting from my grandfather, and I actually taught my dad to shoot, which I don't think is the way it's supposed to go. I don't think the son is supposed to teach the dad how to shoot. That's a little backwards, but hey, at least you, at least you learned and you taught him. Yeah. I had to teach my dad how to climb out the back of a, the window when he crashed the car and we landed on the roof. Oh, man, I hope I don't have to teach my dad that. Yeah, it was not good. My, you know, not too good. My dad was kind of wasted. Oh, shit. We were coming back from the bar. Huh. I was five. Oh, yeah, well, that's, the, time. that's a plot twist of that story. Good he used to take me to the... But back then, you could do all this shit. It was crazy. It was a crazy world back then. You could have movies cruise back awesome. then. Awesome, yeah. My dad, anytime I had off and he had off... Well, I didn't think I was in school yet then. Maybe I was on Christmas vacation or something because there was a shit ton of snow. But he always took me to Chuck's Lounge. And I'd sit there all day while he drank. And I would play pool sometimes if nobody was messing with the pool tables. I would eat onion potato chips and drink Pepsi. And sit there at the bar... Talk to the bar, you know, talk to the people around the bar. I think that's why I'm so personable now. And, you know, I was a bartender and I can always, you know, I've never met a stranger. I can talk to anybody. I mean, I had to do that at five. So we solved it to raise your kids to be pillars of society, bring them to the bar. And so we're all nice to each other. We should all have a gun in our hands. Yeah. Or at a boat. Have a boat. Or, yeah, or have <laughs> a gun on a boat. I think you'd be really nice to each boats, other then. guns, and boots. So does anybody know your neighbor's names? I, like I said, I, uh. Oh, I can actually have a point on that. I don't know either of my neighbors' names. Like I said, I'll wave to them if I see them. But we just had new neighbors move into the house on my left. and Oh, we I, did too. And I, I'll even try to wave to them. They won't even look at me. Like, nah. I'm not going to go over there with a pie or anything. No, I, don't, I haven't no. even waved. I don't even wave to them. I'm done. I'm sick of it all. I'll give them a little. But yeah. no, I, I don't know. You they never get anything kinda... back and then you just feel like such a moron. Uh, like, eh, mm. <laughs> 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 Nothing. They, Crickets. They seem kind of, uh, they seem kind of snobby. They have a Land Rover and a BMW and a oh, little dog. Oh, for God's sake. Oh, jeez. Yeah. yeah, forget that. Take them some cookies. No. You should, you should get on the good side. I, I guess. And you got the neat shit done around their house and pay like 50 bucks a pop. Oh. Make yourself, like, useful. <laughs> That's going above and beyond. I guess I'm the bad neighbor, really. See, I think I'm the bad neighbor at this point because I just don't want to talk to anybody anymore. I think a good neighbor is the one that don't... <laughs> the silent neighbor. Yes. I think that's a great neighbor. That's how I try to be. <laughs> but I did meet the people across the street once. I can't remember their names. Um, the people We got brand new neighbors on the left. On the right is a guy that gets... He gets cops come there sometimes and he plays music really loud in the middle of the night and he's got a loud truck. So he's louder than I am, so I just, I stay away from him, but Ooh, I'll wave to him once in a while, yeah. Yeah, and the people that are crisscross that way, D always says that he thinks that they're they're watching him if he's in the garage, <laughs> watching him and looking down on him, I don't know why. Hmm. There's a lot of weird stuff that goes on out there at night. There's a lot of late night people on the street. It's so dark out there, you can't even 
Like, you can't see people. My neighborhood doesn't even have a street light. It's so dark. Yeah, I haven't seen them yet. I just heard them. <laughs> weird radios playing, weird music a lot of times. Are they lit up? Some? No, no, not even. Like, it looks like they're inside the house. The lights are off, it seems. When I drive down Lakeshore, I see people on the side of the road all the time, and I think I'm going to hit them, and they're not even there. Yeah, that's weird. They have to walk across the, the road to get to their docks. <sighs> yeah, but no, they're walking alongside the road. And... They're always standing on the side of the road. Right. You see them, too? Yeah, they'll be standing, like, right on the shoulder. And they're not really there. Okay, yeah. Well, I think those are, like, mailboxes and stuff. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I have seen silhouettes. When you got to go to Fazoli's. <laughs> <laughs> you make John a video. Well, we are past Monday at this point, and... Holy crap. Yeah, I promise we're in a time zone where it's still Monday. Yeah, we were a little late to the yeah, technically late to the clutch tonight, weren't we? But I think we've covered everything we kind of wanted to talk about. I think so. Yes. Anybody have any last words? Um, no, I had one more point, but it, it, it's a loss. It would sound too cynical now, so we started no. getting positive. Oh, go ahead. We need some cynicism at the end. All right. Uh, and this, I think... It's not a very uncon or very controversial opinion. Is that our country is pretty much exactly 50-50 divided. Like the last couple elections, and when that's the case, it's just one uh, one half of the country telling the other half how to live. And I think that might be what caused a lot of. You mean one half of the country telling the other half of the country to fuck off? Yeah, exactly. And they ate them. They yeah, ate them. I thought you said they ate them. Oh, I think they probably would if it came <laughs> down to it. <laughs> Cannibalism. Oh, that's another topic. Yeah, next week. Next week. Yeah, we'll next week we'll discuss cannibalism. The of cannibalism. If there was. Armageddon, would you eat your pets? Oh, first thing. I wouldn't even be hungry. I'd die with them in the bed. Well. <laughs> what about you, John? I would definitely eat them. Because wow. they're going to eat you. I'm going to keep my pets away from you two. Make jerky out of them. Oh, my God. Jersey jerky. Oh, don't be crazy. I wouldn't eat your pets. <laughs> oh, thank God. Thank God. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, y'all have a wonderful evening, and we'll see you next Monday. Right on. We're making...